0: Everyone and welcome to episode twenty of the What the Sheep podcast. I can't believe we're already on episode twenty. This is actually oh insane. Gosh. It goes by so fast, mm. really. Mm. Um, tonight we will be discussing episode one hundred and eight of Campaign Two of Critical Role. And joining me, as always, are my fabulous friends Phil and Alana. Thank you all for joining us, where we will be gushing and 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 just having our minds blown over the, the our chaos minds.
1: yeah because
0: <laughs> let's be honest traveler con, i okay starting off starting off i didn't know what to fully expect from uh from traveler con right and yeah, and you I know think i think good. i think it exceeded my expectations i think yeah. I, th- I, I, w- I am quite satisfied with TravelerCon three thousand. Also, as you you may notice, we tried to go for a uh, TravelerCon theme with our <laughs> outfits by wearing green. Alana definitely beats us. I think. Yeah. Because yeah, this is she's the only green, green thing I have. This is the only green shirt I have. I need a green. Screen, and I have a green so... screen, but I mean, I guess I could put <laughs> that behind me.
2: And I am wearing green and illuminated by green, but it's in the dark, so it's kind of dark, this dark. Looks- Green.
1: Really green in the lighting
2: I <sighs> there that's a little bit Perfect. more green <laughs> yes more green
0: and I was gonna wear I was going to wear green for my uh, aftermath episode earlier today but then I was like wait I use a green screen for that so I'm just gonna be like a floating head if I do this so <laughs> we'll just we'll just stick with this um, so yeah I mean with floating heads there was there was a lot there was a lot this episode. Um,
2: yeah.
0: and I think we can start off by, I, so during their, oh, get rid of that during their, uh, their TravelerCon Eve festivities, Ford, Caduceus, and Bo sort of went off to the side and had a little conversation away from the group where they were sort of talking about how they feel about the Traveler. Because, I mean, they've talked about it before, they're not a fan of the Traveler. But it was just kind of cute seeing them be so, like, passionately defensive of Jester. Being like, listen, we're all in agreement that if the Traveler does some, like, fucked up shit, we're gonna we're
2: gonna kick his ass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like those moments. Mm-hmm. It's like solidarity amongst a team. If you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true, because they hadn't really had a chance to talk about the Traveler without Jester there. So, it was kind of yeah. like caduceus was like i'm i'm concerned like oh yeah no we all are we're all concerned right like, oh good it's good yeah so um that was nice but yeah, yeah it's
0: stuff. and we had caleb full of energy because he was super drunk and he was like With alcohol super <laughs> super talkative wanting to dance and it's like yes caleb he
1: good job dancing caleb more
0: <laughs> yeah we need we need to
1: he's he's his conversation afterwards then with like Bo and yasha and veth though and he's like oh this could be our last night yeah like, what i yeah. mean we're we gonna yeah. die yeah i thought that was great
0: he's like no this last night on the island
1: yeah. oh. like everything you say sounds foreboding and dark yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh leave it leave it to to caleb to be yeah. the uh the uh, unintentional Debbie Downer in that situation.
1: Mm. But I enjoyed that they had that conversation of what are they going to do next, and they had that a few times in the episode. Yeah, that
0: seemed to be, like, a reoccurring theme because, I mean, that's been a reoccurring theme in this podcast um, because we've always been bringing up, like, what the heck are they going to do after TravelerCon since, I mean, for the time being, it seems like a lot of the stories for now are, you know, there's no, like, loose ends,
1: to it an extreme extent pressing. no no pressing issues so. yeah
0: yeah um so it's interesting and it makes sense that that was like a main topic of of last night's episode i'm just like guys what are we gonna do like <laughs> is this the end is this it
1: yeah that was that was concerning yeah <laughs> them talking about like what happens after the mighty nine but i feel like the major consensus for everyone except maybe caduceus was like Let's oh and Veth like but let's stick together. Yeah, let's stay together. But I could see Caduceus leaving at the end and Veth leaving at the end.
2: Um, Yeah, there was a few of them. There was that suggestion was implied. It's like oh well, I might go do this and on the edge of that, it's like but hang on, if you do that, then that's going to lead to that, which means you're going to leave the group. So what are you going to do? Are you going to make a new character? Why are you going to come back? I I am expecting one of them to do a Scanlan, Terry, and Darrington. Scenario, mm. maybe not as in such a dramatic way. Hopefully, yeah, I pray not, hopefully but not. Yeah, well, Molly was... is a possibility, I think, could come back and still we bite us. We I'm still like, convinced with Molly, but
1: we were saying, like, that's what we thought Beth was gonna do, what Sam was gonna do. Like, because it would make total sense for his character at this point to say, okay, well, I'm done, I'm gonna stay with my family. But the conversation about, you know, like being a working mum, like, being able to teleport back in whenever they need to, I think that kind of changed uh, her mind a bit. She was thinking about it a bit more, um, yeah. and maybe didn't think of that as an option. But mm-hmm. that'd be cool. She can stick around but still go back every so often. But how often can they go back when they're on a mission and on a
0: true, true. true. But I mean, even if it's like a you know an hour visit, you know, yeah. stop by for dinner and then
1: then yeah. go back um T. brought up a really good point about how like uh Bo's Beau, admission of like fear of abandonment um yeah because it was, that was good we kind of got like extra uh extra information about her decision with the hag or her choice with the hag mm-hmm. why she was kind of offering up what she did and yeah i thought that was really good like that idea of being able to control your exit is really um I think really fundamental to Bo's character in the sense that she likes to be in control. She likes to have that bit of control because she never really had that growing up or anything like that. But it's so sad to see it manifested in her control of leaving the Mighty Nine. Um, mm. But I like that she got a chance to kind of explain it more um, and just you know, verbalize how she feels about the Mighty Nine, all the while yeah. making drinks behind a counter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, On, the brand. Brand. On brand. On
1: brand. Yeah. For
0: Bo.
2: Uh, the fucking Boroba. That the was Buribur. inspired. A fucking fucking I'd go there. I'd go there. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's gonna be one of the bars in Critical Roll, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It better. Yeah. yeah. Maybe
0: they'll censor it for the kids, but. Yeah,
1: there'll be the leaky nip. Yep. The Fucking Boroba.
0: Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the leaky nip. Oh no jesus um but one thing that i uh, an interesting parallel that i saw that ford sort of brought up was um like an irl comparison where ford was like you know i was doing fuck all before i found the mighty nine um so i don't know what like like my life has changed so drastically before that and i thought that was an interesting parallel because we always talk about as critters like man I don't know what I would be doing without critical role. So that's kind of how, mm-hmm. that's kind of like where Ford's mental was where he was like, I, pff, man, I don't know what I, was, I would be doing if I never found the mighty yeah. nine. Um, and now I, now yeah. I feel like I have like a, a, maybe not a clear path, but I feel like collectively we will do the right thing or create goals mm. together and create like a sense of purpose and drive. I
1: like that. I like that. His thing was like, he wants to go out and help people. He wants to yeah. go where he's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, which is then kind of uh like voiced or like shadowed, I guess that point by Caduceus later saying like, "Oh, someone prayed for a miracle when you were there." God, I love that. I, I love that connection between the two of them. I so actually,
0: good. I actually recorded my reactions for the entire episode. I have yeah. t- so many timestamps because there were so many just great moments where I was just like, yeah. almost <laughs> crying. That was one of them.
1: So good. Yeah. Um. But no, I love that relationship between Ford and Clay, and I just love that he's, um, he is kind of, well, it's going to be interesting to see what Oath he takes. Um, yeah. To see kind of how he, he, took, uh, he took a third territory. level, he took a third level in Paladin. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be really cool. We can maybe talk about that at the end, but we can mm-hmm. We might um, But what else happened towards the start?
0: uh there was so much,
1: uh, there. there were a
0: lot of like side conversations i think uh the another big one early on was jester and caduceus having their like joint commune
1: yes oh i, that I love cool. that i feel like i was trying to think because sometimes i think what characters don't interact that much and i know like they're both the clerics but i feel like they don't interact all that much yeah. um and there's a few others like caduceus and veth don't really interact that much um Caduceus and like but no it's it was so nice just to see them do cleric stuff together and be yeah. together and then I was, I was even a little disappointed that she kind of pranked him because he's he's so oh, kind yeah. of like uh, i don't want to say gullible but he's so kind of um you know tr- trusting i guess
0: <laughs> yeah i i feel yeah, like yeah. i feel like given how high caduceus's passive perception is though and insight i feel like he he probably knew what was going on? Yeah, wrong. yeah. But yeah. he know he just knows Jester, happened. and so
1: yeah, he kind of just
0: let it let it go. <laughs> um.
1: Man, but no, that that was great. Them trying to commune with the Moonweaver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just not working. Just,
0: yeah. Like, okay. I didn't expect it and to, but it would have been cool if no, like something happened.
1: No. Yeah. Um, it was wonderful seeing drunk, Faye. Oh yeah. Stumbling up the path. Yeah. He was, um, I think I I read like somewhere, um, Matt has been playing Artigan the past two episodes, like a lot more kind of laid back, even though he's, you know, suggestions of sacrifice and all this sort of stuff. He's, I don't know if it was like him trying to make him seem less creepy because a lot of people were creeped out by him, Mm -hmm. but he definitely was a lot less creepy. I kind of got that sense. Like he,
0: he felt more like relatable. He felt more human. He felt... Like we could actually understand where he was coming from and all this and all this yeah. craziness.
1: So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that he was just a drunk guy yeah. <laughs> with the crazy powers. Yeah. Um. But no, that was that was very fun.
0: <laughs> but it it, it it kind of made me a bit nervous because I've the past couple episodes I've Artagan has disarmed me. I've started to you know like him more and more and stuff. Yeah. But in this episode, yeah. it like it was kind of. Creeping back in, where I was like, Oh, is he really? Is he really, you know, honest so and all this many, stuff?
1: So many times, I was like, Ah, oh, he's tricking them. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, he's tricking them. No. Yeah. Like, I, I i started to like him, but I, well, I've i always kind of liked him, but I've mm-hmm. never really trusted him. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I've never mistrusted him more than this episode until like right. halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> in which case, I was like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But then matt like increased like the the mystery behind what he was actually going to be doing because then caduceus one of his questions was is the traveler being traveler being reasonably honest with like what he wants to do and the wild mother was like i got no I idea know. man i don't know
1: i don't fucking know <laughs> you can see the wild mother just like lounging in the woods yeah. so much like yeah. uh... i don't know, <laughs>
2: you know okay. i thought it was I thought Caduceus was linking together the dream they had and the Traveller, and he's like, there's got to be some link here. The Traveller's got to be connected to this city. And after three dreams in a row, I think he was starting to get a bit freaked and go, OK, this isn't going away. It's going to continue. I have to solve this. It's my job to fix it. Yeah. So I'm I'm a bit apprehensive for Caddy. I think he's going to be in a bit of a traumatic potential experience point where it's going to be difficult for him to, to deal with it all. Thankfully, yeah. he's got friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't want to see him sad.
0: No. No, we don't want to <laughs> see him sad. He's straight. We've got to protect um, that kingdom, yeah. But I guess uh, going back a little bit, back to uh, Veth, Yasha, Bo, and Caleb's conversation talking about what they all want to do, mm. uh, Caleb making it very clear that he wants to go back to the Empire to finish finish what, what he hopes to yeah. start which is essentially rooting out the, the corruption and the evil of the Cerberus assembly. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but I thought it was interesting how he said he obviously wants the entirety of the Mighty Nine to come with him, but he specifically mm-hmm. said, I want Veth and Bo specifically to, to come mm-hmm. back with me. Um, yeah. Which I, 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 I thought that was interst- an interesting choice. Obviously makes sense. I mean, it seems like he's the closest with uh, Veth and Bo. Veth in particular and then Bo has her insane skill set that would be perfect for what Caleb hopes yeah. to accomplish.
1: I love that he called them but, like his best his best friend and his yeah. partner. Yeah. That was very cool.
2: But and what does he, he hope to accomplish? Sorry to interrupt.
1: No yeah. I think I think he wants to get rid of the Cerberus assembly or at yeah. least he wants to mm. get rid of some of them.
2: So he's gonna take Veth's yeah. skill set and Bo's skill set in order to achieve that? That's not well, going to have a happy think ending. It's going to be brutal and sneaky and death. He's looking <laughs> for assassins.
1: Not to jump ahead, but when they're talking together as the whole Mighty 9 they're talking about... Because that was, that was one of the things, like, oh, let's become secret agents and infiltrate yeah. the... But I think, because uh, Caduceus said, oh, there's things I won't do. Like, he had apprehension towards it. And Caduceus said, well, I just want to learn first. I want to know what we're doing. Which is really Mm -hmm. nice for the mighty nine to, you know, think a little bit before (laughs) jumping in. Although to be fair, the Mighty Nine do think a lot before they jump in. They didn't they just then never really use the things they think about. Um yeah.
2: Yeah. It never goes to plan based on what they've discussed.
1: Yeah, but I could see this as being like a real fact finding kind of mission to uh Mm -hmm. see who's who's trustworthy in the Cerberus assembly, who's you know, who can we kick out. Yeah. Um and I think the ultimate goal is obviously to get like, I'm not even sure if it's like revenge at this point for Caleb like revenge seems obvious against Trent but it could also be like just retribution like he just wants to make it even he just wants to um, stop it from happening again but yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know if we'll get that kind of really angry Caleb like going him wild on Trent mm-hmm. um, I think there'll be a fight against Trent but yeah and there'll be, like, some really poignant lines from Caleb, but I'm not sure if we'll get, like, the whole, like, you know, ah, hold me back, hold me back sort of thing.
0: I, ooh, I would um, kind of like that.
1: I don't know. It'd be awesome. I, like but it. I think Caleb's kind of... I don't know. It might be different once they start fighting him and things happen, but I agree, D'Artone third, Kill Trent is my motto.
0: Yeah. That's Trent's gotta on die,
1: it. one way or the other. Trent's gotta yep.
0: die. Yep. Or, yeah. what if, what if caleb pulls like an and an, an, an ang and he has yes. the chance oh. to kill trent but then he like forgives him and finds some yeah. way to sever his tie to the to magic and the weave and all that stuff so we yeah. can't hurt anyone again
1: interesting i feel like oh no. what if he cool A
2: burn
1: him <laughs> Uh, takes away his power and throws him to all the uh, Volstruckers and, Ooh. like, hyenas. Oh, yeah, for like,
0: yep, Scar and, the, and hyenas. Ooh. I, I think Caleb
2: kill? would just burn him to ash. Just complete okay. inferno death. Fire, it, fire that never goes out. He's forever burning. Oh, it, wow. He never actually dies. He just screams forever. You can Caleb make a bonfire score. out of him. Yeah, people can come and like warm their hands on him. <laughs>
1: That's a cool idea. Uh Janie's pool says, Paul, does Trent have a clone?
0: I I would be interested mm. to to know if Trent is aware of Halas and mm. if they've maybe had some kind of a correspondence because Halas was working on clones of himself of himself. Yeah. Um so it's definitely in the realm of possibility. I don't know if he was ever oh. successful.
1: Lila Briarwood had a clone.
2: Oh, did she? she? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's how she managed to come back.
2: Uh I totally forgot about
1: that. Right? Am I, I am thought, I misremembering that?
2: I thought he just made a new
0: body for her. I can't, I don't know. Oh, Trent is human. Have... Oh, I was thinking of Ormit because Ormit's the uh Earth. Hey Lynn. So.
1: <laughs> hey Lynn, do you know? No, she had she had clones. Okay, Lady Purple said she had clones.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. She had clothes, and she was like, because uh, it was Ripley who was a part of the Cerberus Assembly. Correct? Yes, yeah. So uh, she was connected somewhere with Ripley. So there's that Ooh, magic. Do you
0: think because oh, Ripley Ripley had a patron, right? Because Ripley was a warlock, or Ripley mm. made a
1: deal with um, what was its name? Orthax. Orthax. Yes. <laughs> After it left Percy. Right. Mm. she so became a warlock Oh, whatever uh, with Arth- Orthax <laughs> um, and Orthax
2: was killed or banished back to wherever he came from
1: Ripley was killed and their tyre was severed I don't know what happened to Orthax he might have been banished I think it's hard to kill a demon well they killed the demon on their material plane so either way it's probably back to mm. this um mm-hmm yeah ripley was a wizard gunslinger multi-class there you go I think, yeah, I think. ripley yeah. also had dwindle, dwindle
2: on her list. <laughs>
1: list yeah yeah that's true too yeah so that'd be mm. that'd be cool if we got some like ripley law once they head back to rex and yeah, Truman. There, there's so oh,
0: man there's so much intrigue surrounding the assembly and like the uh mm. like king dwindle and like the upper the upper yeah, echelon and of that that was,
1: that was- Interesting. Caleb said, "Like I don't know how much Dwendal knows. Yeah. So it'll be interesting if they try to go that route and, like, keep, like because they mentioned keeping it above board and doing it all legal. Like, if they try to get King Dwendal to uh, get rid of the surface Assembly, that would yeah. be that would be interesting because I, that would go underground.
0: I feel like uh, King Dwendal might the the seed for suspicion." may have already been planted because of Vence, because Vence was yes. the uh, assistant or whatever to uh, Ludinus. And then he was um, convicted of working with the Angel of Iron, so Queen Dundle, Queen King Dwendal might already have a few other through a few other of the members on his radar just as like a hmm, I wonder if there's anyone else that's that's up to some shenanigans.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
1: Because there's a, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. It's in the Explorer's Guide to Mount. He has, like, his own spy network and everything. That's separate Mm -hmm. to the Volstrup and the Cerberus Assembly. So I wonder if he's got them. Oh, I think the thing that's mentioned, though, the fact that they don't trust each other, those two sides, those two kind of groups really don't trust each other. Um, I'm just trying to look up what it's called. Someone's probably going to beat me to it. (laughs)
2: I've got a question for you, Alana. In the last week you showed us a magnificent um, video of your you reacting to oh, yes. um Keelith. I, yeah. I, I noticed on your channel that you haven't actually released a video for the last month, so maybe it is time to show the critters your wonderful reaction. No, you don't uh, want to?
1: I, I can. My thing with that is, and it's, it's kind of like a silly reason, but I'm a high school teacher, and if I release a video of me crying on the internet, it's going to destroy any cred I have with the students.
2: <laughs>
0: your, your street cred? No, your, it shows like, you're yes.
2: human. It shows no, that I you mean,
1: have Use it against rip-
2: me. Okay, yeah, uh, point.
1: I can well, I, I like to it, it was I thought it was YouTube. a very human.
2: <laughs> oh it's a very God, human Mrs. Mrs. moment.
1: Mrs. is crying on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I can share it with the Twitch chat, uh, as long as you guys promise not to share it with anyone else. Oh, no,
2: I'm sorry. I even suggested it. I didn't, I <laughs> no didn't think that far ahead.
1: Anyway. I'm you making you a new don't one to have like... to share it. Well, now I feel pressured to, so I'm going. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm not trying to peer pressure you into doing something. I just thought it was wonderful and I, I enjoyed the feedback I got from mine. So I thought you might enjoy it. But...
1: Um, there it is. It's in the chat. Uh, I've got to make another one because I recorded myself again this week and there's a certain thing that happens where I'm just like, (gasps) like, you can see where my eyes are looking on the screen and I'm just like darting across the screen. I freak Mm -hmm. out Um, when we get to that. I'll tell you what it was, (laughs) but holy crap.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. fun to psychoanalyze your own reactions. You're reacting to your own reactions. It's a bit, it's a very surreal experience, but quite cathartic at the same time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, i gonna point out. Arflex like, said, "Yeah, if I found my teacher crying online, I'd have to tell other people." So yeah, um... <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, point.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It is what it is. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but another thing that uh, Caleb sort of sort of subtly hinted at was that he feels like the peace talks aren't the the end of the dynasty versus the Empire um, yeah so that's still like a looming I wouldn't say threat but that's still something they have to pay attention to just in case things things get out of hand again because the Empire does still have a beacon they do still have but a yeah. beacon
2: there is a loose end in that entire plot thread of Essex. And that they haven't cleaned yeah. away Essek. They know, I mean, they were collaborating with Essex, so they know that their plot could be brought out into the open unless yes. Essek is taken care of.
1: I think he would be, well, but there's also, I think, Ludinus was kind of, I, I feel, suggesting that they want to continue sharing research because Essek is, he's not necessarily, he's not a follower of the Luxon. He's someone that wants to study it and understand yeah, it. And he's and, but, yeah, he's
2: naive by comparison to their Machiavellian plots and shenanigans. Yeah, he's he might not even see it coming.
1: But yeah, but I feel like it would be kind of a, a huge waste of resource if they just tried to kill him because he might talk. Um, I mean, if they kill him, who does who does who's to say he doesn't have um, what's it called when you have things ready in case you die like.
2: Well, he'll just come back, won't he? Like, in he another form. Have, like,
1: he, but It'll yeah. just
2: take 13, 14 years for him to remember what he learnt before he died.
1: we would have to kill him away from a Luxon.
2: Hmm. Mm. Well, I hope essick doesn't
1: <laughs> die. I like is yeah, I do as
2: well. I'm just thinking, like, okay, if essick is invited to Tal'Dorei where there are no Luxons, that could be bad. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there is, mm. though. Oh, Tal'Dorei, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't
2: know. What's the range on these things?
1: I, well, it's, I can tell you, it's in the, it's in the wild now, God. Um,
0: yeah, Essek isn't consecuted. So if Essek dies, he's, uh, he's a goner. Unless he's like a secret lich in disguise.
2: I thought Essek was consecuted.
0: No, he, he said he he said he was.
1: Oh, he, he lied. lied.
0: He lied. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I missed that right. entirely.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, it was—it was like a, a, it was a talks marker uh, comment that Matt made, saying like, "Oh, yeah, no, he lied about that." Um, so I don't think wow. it's been brought up in game.
2: Why would you lie about something like that? Hmm. I can't be killed. Test it if you want. Okay. Yeah, you're dead. He, he said we could test it.
1: <laughs> but I, yeah, I—I I, I don't know if it's been brought up in game yet. But it was in talks marker that that matt confirmed that it was a lie
2: speaking of it, why would matt, matt tell us something out of character he's not done that before has he
1: i think he said because it was i'd have to re-watch the episode and find the episode but i think he said it was something along the lines of it was kind of not it wasn't a big deal that he wasn't um it was kind of like he was just trying to raise clout or something yeah um, yeah
2: that
1: was the fireside chat the fireside chat
2: mm.
1: he said
0: Oh, the fireside um, chat where yeah, Matt yeah. Marisha burns our house
1: down. And like, "What?" <laughs> like, she's yeah. like, "That's huge." But yeah, yeah, his house was on fire. Like, give yeah. him a break.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: Um, I guess moving on from Traveler Con Eve, unless there was anything else that happened that
1: night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ford and Bose talk.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. that was pretty. Special. Pretty heavy.
2: It's pretty special. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I'm, I'm I'm excited. And look I know a, a lot of people were upset and there was a lot of discourse, a lot of healthy discourse, a lot of you know um I had to turn Twitter off at, at some point but cuz all ships are welcome here um yeah. but at the same time I'm just excited to see Travis trying romance in yeah. D&D. And I've thought of it for a long time but if he's going to do it it makes sense for him to want to do it with his actual real life partner. Um if he's That's not something he's super comfortable with. Why not do it with your actual wife? So I'm kind of just excited to see that role play aspect of Travis come out. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it it was nice.
1: This conversation about Jester.
0: It was really nice hearing hearing him talk about his emotions and feelings towards Jester. Because this is the first time he's ever talked about it, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, Jester has talked about it with a few people in the past. And we never really knew... What Ford was thinking about Jester after everything that's happened, so it was nice to finally hear him uh, yeah. sort of explain his thought process and all that stuff. Yeah. That was cute.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we got like some pretty strong confirmation of Bo as well, which I thought was nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm, some sweet clarification. Being,
1: kind of feeling so obvious for the past few episodes. True. So.
0: Yeah. But it's it's always good for them to talk about their feelings. Because yeah. it makes them real. Yeah, from day one. From day one. Love at <laughs> first sight.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. When I was uh, making that video last week, I could see that I was rewatching the first episodes And all of the lines that Bo was coming out with, I was like, oh yeah, she's flirting there. I didn't realize that at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of Bo Yasha... Yes. As I mentioned last week, we are going to be doing a fan art section where we uh, pick a few yeah. different pieces of art and just gush about them, talk about them, fawn over them, and all that stuff. And so we'll go with mine first because mine is uh, on the topic of <laughs> Bo Yasha. So here we are. I will transition into our fan art screen. Dun da da dun. We have this fabulous art by @paintingwithru on Twitter. This I love this moment from a few episodes ago where Yasha mm-hmm. Yasha's maiden flight with Beauregard. That one's and great. I miss that one. This one's super adorable. I love the colors. I love the like the way the wave or like the water is like almost behind them like as a wave. Uh, the wings are gorgeous. The oh, sunlight man. behind them. Ooh. The so way they're cool. looking at each other.
1: Can I just see like, how much I love Bo's coat, like yeah. the one like, on the inside. It's so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I yeah, love this awesome. one.
0: So good, so good. I, did,
2: oh. I love the detail that they all put into Yasha's armor. I think yeah. her armor's epic. Yeah. I really want to accept
0: Super cool.
2: Prior to her, oh. I don't know. It was almost as if before Ashley was away doing blind spot or whatever, they didn't really focus on her artwork or to the extent that they have done now. So I feel like there's I've got a better image of her. Mm. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: The color on that is so bright as well like often Yasha's painted quite dark or like drawn yeah, quite dark. Yeah, it's
0: a very, it's very vibrant, vibrant sort
1: of like radiant.
0: Mhm. Yeah, <clears throat> more more angelic rather than
1: yeah.
0: you know dark depressing skeletal yeah. sadness.
1: <laughs> it's really
0: cool. No, I'll be that.
1: interested if they ever do, like, a... a sh- Is Phil still there? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Phil's screen goes dark, he just disappears yeah. completely. Yeah. <laughs> um, when, um, Sorry. No, no, you're right. I, I've, I like the idea of, like, if they ever do, like, another shopping, like, changing outfits episode, if, like, Yasha comes, just just got, like, a little splash of colour or something. Um, mm-hmm. that, would be, that would be really cool. Uh,
0: I'm just getting their Twitter handle real quick so I can post that in chat.
2: Yeah, that's the one that I like, that I've just posted to <laughs> you.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So here it is. Thanks. Go, go follow them. This is a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. They deserve some some recognition. Um, but now we talked a little bit previously about this strange vision they've had and how molly might come back and so i feel like alana's alana's pick for art so fits that very well so here we are so here here is the art that alana has picked by at apricots in dots on twitter beautiful I love amazing it so perfect <laughs>
1: this this artist so it's um apricots and dots but it's well we say apricots here but it's apricots and lemon dots is like how kind of i know them they they are wonderful you need to go check out their stuff they do all this amazing series of uh molly and caduceus's family like this little comic kind of strip about how molly's trying to break into the uh the grove and the clay's just like no get out um it's really adorable they do amazing little clay bees like clay like, Caduceus clay bees, like the baby drawings they're they're wonderful they've got a great sense of humor and i just saw that and i was like holy crap that's amazing
0: this i laughed out loud like when you sent me this we're like this is what i'm choosing i was like this <laughs> is absolutely amazing it's like yeah. so on brand for molly to like see them and just be like what the fuck are they doing yeah. here
1: i just love his face like just yeah mouth, like like. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> that
0: can't be that. There's no way. <laughs> oh well Molly technically doesn't know caduceus but he sees Bell yeah, and yeah. is like, wait, what?
1: Yeah. No, I love it. It's perfect. It's so good. <laughs> yep. Go yep. check go check them out. They're they're amazing.
0: Yeah. Ah. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Transitioning back. Ooh. Ooh, easy.
1: Ooh. Um, did you see? Uh, Phil sent his picture through the. Chat. Oh, did he? Yeah. Where is it under? It's in the it's in the discussion that we're in. <laughs> in the oh, chat the board.
2: Discord. Oh, okay. Uh, let me. Jump me to PM into you. We'll put it in chat.
0: I can do.
1: Because it's this. really cool and people need to see it.
0: Copy. And... Let's see if I can do like this.
1: Oh.
0: Let's see. Save image. Bear with us, folks. We are doing this live.
1: <laughs> One of my favorite like things. We'll do it live, but it always feels dirty doing a Bill O'Reilly quote. <laughs> do it live. Man, no. I'm so excited to see that city and what it means, because we were thinking a little bit like, oh, maybe it's not going to be anything that really interacts with them, but Matt keeps pushing it. He keeps bringing it up again.
0: Yeah, yep he does. Oh, yeah. did this do it? Oh gosh. Readjusting oh. the size.
1: <laughs> that's fine, that's all right.
0: And then it's by, yeah. who's it by?
1: Never drew yeah.
0: There
2: was even some parallels, and I've mentioned this before, how, um, was it Vex and Vax in campaign one were saying, I don't know what I'm doing with these people. Why am I hanging around with them? Why am I friends with these people? And Matt was thinking, like, just give me half an hour. I'm going to drop four dragons on you. They had similar (laughs) conversations to that today. And they're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Where should we go after this? And what are we going to do? And I was thinking, like, don't tell that to Matt. He'll just drop dragons and evil cities on you. So this city I'm really apprehensive about. I have no idea what it could be, where it's going. But it doesn't bode well. Mm, mm-hmm. really well. And the worst thing is, it doesn't bode well for Caddy. And what's Caddy done to anybody? What has he done to deserve this? He doesn't deserve this focused like attack on him. It's yeah. not nice. He's mm-hmm.
1: Such a soft, sweet little baby. He needs to be protected.
0: <laughs> we have to protect. I'm about
1: <laughs> at all costs. Um, this is an awesome picture.
0: This is an awesome picture. Yasha looks so... so badass.
1: It's so clean
0: the lightning striking her her sword the wings fully unfurled behind her oh my god
2: yeah there's something about there's a few of these shots that i've seen of um yasha stabbing a sword or into the ground and almost praying or bowing or um what's the word don't know it's late at night and i can't think of words (laughs) um yeah, she's subservient. That was the word I was looking for. She's wow. subservient to a greater body. This this thing that delivers the power to her, that gives her the power of flight, that gives her the lightning, and gives her ability to, to fight as well. And I like to see that look in the eyes that, is, that says, I owe you something. I'm going to do something for you. But at the end of the day, I want it to be mine. I want to be the, uh, it to come from me as opposed to come from you. It's, it's a, a fierce... Um, strong stance that characters take when they realize where the power comes from and where it can actually go to and what they can achieve with it. I really like that. Maybe it's just me imagining that. But I like that look in their eyes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Oh
2: no. 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 Immersion. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Don't worry. Saved. Saved. (laughs) Saved. Sorry. It's
0: okay. It's Um, It's on
2: But yeah, yeah, um... Good point by Tiamat. Yasha does need a new sword. She's She's true. had too many... True.
1: Cause she's, well, she's got the Magician Judge and Skin Water mm. so... Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It Time be... for a new sword.
1: Time for a new sword.
0: A legendary sword. Like something akin to the Star yeah. Razor. That would be
1: cool. Mm. They just... oh oh. Oh. What if... Oh. No, I just had a stupid thought, but it's not anywhere near related. I was thinking, like, what if they go got, um, what's his face? um, The sword from campaign one. <laughs> I can't remember its name.
0: Craven's Edge?
1: Craven's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> and then that made me think, that's on a floating city kind of thing in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. But I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the same floating city.
2: That would Ooh, be weird. boy.
1: That would be weird. I was in like a pocket dimension or something but no yeah, yeah. but is yeah. i think that
2: dimension's only available to the person that cast it it's not anywhere. yeah I think, so. I think
1: so i think it's no it was it was the uh
2: it's craven edge somebody could get it out if they wanted to i'm sure
1: that'd be cool though craven, get Craven's Edge. it was the dread yeah. empires role. Well, that's it i couldn't remember the name mm. Dread empire lady purple um yeah I know, I just, I know it's got nothing to do with Nine Eyes, but I was just like, oh, Floating City, Floating City.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Sort of cast? Sort of cast is also kind of a dick. Anyway.
0: Anyways. Um, and then, Traveler Con. and then the next morning, Traveler Con commences in the most chaotic way it possibly can.
1: Just no organization. Just
0: no organization at all. Yeah. Hey, it's just them like gathering in the morning being like yasha you want to perform something all right great uh yeah. Beth, you're gonna introduce me and then i'll, I'll say something and then caleb you do your fancy uh
1: magic stuff and uh we'll just wing it yeah wing it yeah pretty much, mm. Mm. Pretty much. i got very kind of uh caleb in dalen's closet vibes from beau where she's like i've got i've got the schedule like i'm ready to yeah. go." Like what? What? What are we doing? Like who? Who knows what's happening? Um, and I was just like, that's just carrying over between campaigns that character yeah. trait, but um, it worked out. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. The morning worked out. It was good. Yasha's music was incredible. Rolling a five for that
2: after,
1: uh, after all the the incredible descriptions of what was happening and like how it looked and the feeling behind it and then a five, it's perfect.
0: It is. But then she was able to pull it back
1: for yeah, the second song
0: that. and put on yeah. an amazing performance. I loved <laughs> I loved the bit of uh, like rivalry or, je- or, or jealousy that that the Traveler had for Caleb, who was doing these like extremely impressive magical displays with the butterfly wings, the various programmed images. And the Traveler's like, "Ooh, I don't like this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, uh,
1: well, look what I can do. Yeah, look what I can do. Makes yeah. her
0: a massive throne. So I thought I thought that, that was just kind of like a cute little uh, rival
2: moment. Mm-hmm. I liked how everybody Trouble. contributed. At, at any point, they were just like, "Yep, I cast Featherfall." Yep, I cast Major Image. Yep, I do this. It was all for Jester. It was all for Travelercon. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It I, it,
1: it
0: it <laughs> I also like how while they were talking about what they should do for their like for the introduction for Travelercon. For just like, all right, I'm shooting Eldritch Blast into the air. And she's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, we're doing this now. Are we doing okay. it? it now? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Guess it is now. Yeah.
1: And then he's like, did you want me to do it now? I'm like, wait, we've well, yeah. already done well, it. So let's go.
0: <laughs> we're doing it now. And
1: we've got to invest with shooting the gun. Shooting the
0: before. gun. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Okay. Shooting the gun. Great idea. And then, and then she said, I shoot it into the stage.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep amazing that's
0: on on Fair brand long. as well
1: i'm just watching Talison in that scene she's <laughs> talking about the gun he's yeah. like
0: <laughs> this is my fault this is yeah, my doing
2: <laughs> yeah he gets that every time i've watched him a few times when max is describing gun technology and he's like oh i did that i did that i made all of that i how many yeah. people am i responsible for killing
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's good fun it, it is it's um, super funny <laughs> Yeah, Tima, I, this is your legacy, Talison Jeffy.
1: I also, I feel like Jester, too. Like, I was like, I was like, I was thinking, like, Laura's gonna pull up, like, a script or something and read a prepared speech, yeah. but it was still just perfectly Jester of just like, yep. hey, welcome. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, it was still. Go find like, some dicks. Just, Go find some dicks. <laughs> Go! Like, yeah. Yep. It was, yeah,
2: um, yeah. It was still so was
1: a perfect. nice. Um, it's just on theme chaos chaos was the yeah. theme so they they did it um and then i want to know your thoughts on Veth's prank on us uh, ah,
0: her prank oh you mean i'd completely forgotten about the stemming celia to hold on to a a golden but, dick yeah. for the rest of her mm. life <laughs> that's what you're talking i
2: about. i think it's incredibly <laughs> cruel i think it's almost alignment <laughs> shifting
0: i thought it was so good it's
1: it was hilarious. It is
2: hilarious, it hilarious. but it's like only okay. a wish yeah. spell can remove this. But only a wish spell can remove it. So I mean, I think they're perfectly right. She is going to be the bad, big bad guy. She is going to come back and like, look what you did to me. She's going to cover them in dicks. They're going to be royally fucked. I, I'm also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: That's a great pun. <laughs> The Phallus oh.
0: Malice? The phallus yes. The Malice. Connor Brown. Good name. She's going to come back with the supervillain name, The Phallus Malice.
2: But you do that to somebody, they're not going to remember you well. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, I went to TravelerCon, I had such a good time. They're going to be like, right, let's raise an army and go and kill these twats. The Jester is going to get really so much shit for this, and it's not even her fault. It's it's Beth. Yeah. True. Man.
1: Also, I feel like Matt. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You
2: No, I was just gonna say as like
0: a, as a side thing. I'm so glad that we have Chaos Rain as a thing that now mm-hmm. critters in public... when critters recognize each other in public, we can now say that to each other. Yes. Like if, you so, symbol, if you see someone gesture. with like a critical roll shirt, you can just like call out Chaos Rain to mm-hmm. so them, and they'll yeah. know exactly what to do. I'm just so glad. I'm so glad we have this now.
1: Yeah. And you mistake yep. them for a critter, and they're actually not, and they're like, "What the?
2: Yeah. And they're like, huh? <laughs> One of my friends is actually building a a tube that goes behind his head and two ears and some rope that goes through it so he can actually do it and it looks like he's dragging cloth through his head. It just loops around the back of his head. It goes through fake ears.
1: What, Lou? Is he doing like a rope
2: thing? Yeah, yeah. He's got like a bit of cloth that's bent around the back of his head going through two fake ears and he just pulls it backwards and forwards so it looks like it's going through his real head.
1: But it looks like he's doing the Chaos Reigns bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunate for a magic trick. <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll, find, I'll try and find him on Twitter. Ring him.
1: Um, <laughs> here's my magic trick. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, that was that was pretty intense. I thought it was hilarious, and I loved every moment of it. But yep. I was just like, holy shit. Because have, people have pointed out there are things that can neutralize it, but they're also kind of rare and expensive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. I mean, she could chop a hand off, or you know, just cut the skin yeah, off. Yeah, that's, that's pretty still dark. A lot of... <laughs> yeah, it's not something they could have fixed um, for her. I feel like the child. Yeah. Record, but he's not going to. Um, but. Man. That's
2: a life changing event. That that you're going to remember that, and you're not going to remember them favorably.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, so. I was I was interested to see if she actually had any powers or what she was talking about saying like oh maybe i'll show some of my powers but yeah that, know, was little... that.
0: <laughs> that was a little that <laughs> was a little sus
1: it was kind of sidetracked by everything else that happened to her uh but yeah i was interested to know if she like actually see this is it's so great that talks are coming back it's such a shame we can't ask questions yeah um, but i'm hoping that someone asks matt that like wh- what was she like did she have any powers was she kind of just lying or maybe she thought maybe she thought sacred flame was an incredible power. Like, yeah, it'd be just interesting to kind of know what she was like. Uh, but she did not really get a chance because she was stuck to a golden dick and other things happened to her.
2: I didn't yeah. understand Bo's theory of like, Oh, grab her. She's going to jump in the volcano. And it's like, <laughs> just, just <laughs> let her jump in. You all hate her. Fucking let her jump.
1: I don't oh think
2: so. my God. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, what's going I on?
1: Cause she didn't trust the traveler and so she could lip read them saying like just trust me like do it and i think she just thought that oh she's gonna jump in and it's gonna trigger something and it's gonna be bad uh (laughs) but the way it played out was just perfect so
0: funny oh
1: yeah the running start made it like suspicious (laughs) yeah
2: yeah who who goes who runs to throw something yeah
1: i think she was just really hoping the dick would come off her hand (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it didn't.
2: Wow.
1: Man, that was amazing. just when she tackles her and then but then like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, everyone. Did, like,
2: like, the... did you guys watch it live? No. no I was you, you, I, I was come. an hour you... late,
0: so I was watching it from an hour behind.
2: Okay. The bit when the moon came out and he's like, "I didn't do that." The chat went absolutely fucking berserk. <laughs> thousands yeah. like oh my god all the shit they're in shit they're in shit roll initiative now oh my god
1: am <laughs> i recording when i when i was recording myself that's the moment i freaked out because mm. i was like holy because i was like okay she's got moon, a gun. <laughs> she's got, gun 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 yeah that's great. <laughs> um but no that was insane the uh yeah the moon and i might be skipping some things but like oh my god i freaked out because i was like okay what's this is it the moon is it going to be some kind of evil shit? And then when the chains came out, I was like, is this Tharister? Like, what's yeah, going Yeah, I was on? like,
0: wait, what is happening? <sighs>
2: oh. Yeah, I thought it was something the Traveler had released and he'd done me intentionally and he was like, it's not me. And I was like, insight check. Somebody fucking insight check the Traveler right now.
1: And like, there's like the planetar, and I was thinking like, I'll, I'll post the video of that because I don't cry in it, but it's like, <laughs> um, I'm watching it go like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I have a th- thought of, what if this is the Traveler doing an illusion? And I'm like, mm, I thought that too. I know what's going on here. And then Cad's like, Drew's seeing. And then like, no, it's real. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, it's real. <laughs> oh, no, this is not good.
2: Yeah.
1: This is bad. Yeah.
2: Man. Yeah. yeah, Cad's like, we're in our, over our heads. And yeah.
1: Beyond us. Um... Yeah, and then Jester uh,
0: jumping up to grab onto the Traveler as he's being pulled away. And then Ford going after her.
1: I like how last episode we we're talking about. Oh yeah, this moon weaver stunt would be pretty cool. Like, yeah. I don't think she'd have a problem with it. She had a problem with it. Yeah, <laughs> she was not keen <laughs> with with what was going on. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It it is getting. I don't know if it's just me. It is getting very emotional this season. Like every episode yeah. is an emotional, traumatic journey. Whereas last season you'd you'd have those episodes, but then they'd gradually come out of it, and there'd be some happy moments and some silly moments, and then off they go again and repeat the cycle. But there's been an awful lot of emotion. Like there was emotion last week, there's emotion this week, there's emotion the week before that. It's, I'm, I'm I'm I don't have that much left. I want to have some fun, hmm. kind of.
1: Well, I feel like the Mighty Nine are like not to say they're more emotional, but I feel like. Compared to, say, Vox Machina, they're closer as a family in some regard than Vox Machina. Because Vox Machina, I think we've talked about this before, they were very much, like, they had even their own little cliques in their group. So, like, obviously Vex and Vax were close, Grog and uh, Pike were close, Scanlan and Grog were close. They all had, like, very close one-on-one or two-on-one relationships, or, like, you know, you know what I mean. Um, Hmm. Whereas the Mighty Nine feels like a more kind of you know, fucked up but cohesive family. Yeah,
2: thing. it's a family team, I so, just said.
1: Yeah, so they, they, I feel like they talk about their emotions more and they work through it. This one, yeah, I thought it was kind of emotional, but they worked through it quite quickly. They didn't linger on the emotional distress that this episode caused true
2: true but i mean it's all of like the heartbreak of like you're taking away my best friend and oh, yeah. that was so lack sad. of understanding
1: Any, that cries, it's just oh like, my god oh, yeah know. stop making jester sad guys And uh, you
0: now she's like i love him i was like
1: oh jester yeah yeah but then... Ford's
2: like you have to let him go you have to like, oh, it's like oh, this also, is just gonna end in tears
1: I like, also i was like oh my god she's gonna get dragged into the Feywild. wild it's gonna be amazing. i know
0: so <laughs> So because I was an hour behind, Kearly in the group chat, like, put, like, yeah, a million that. exclamation points. And so oh I, was God, like, okay, that, that, okay. I was yeah. like, okay, that's an hour from now. And it was around the time that Jester was attached to the Traveler. And I was like, no way. Is she actually going to go with the Traveler? Um, but then Tiamat brought up the great point how, yeah. like, be- because of this choice that the Traveler made, I am now sold that he is... He is a he really does care about Jester and there's no yeah. malicious intent behind that. Because the traveler saw in that moment how much Jester loves and cares about the traveler and Artagon did not want Jester to be to be punished and burdened with the mistakes that, that he himself made and so mm-hmm. him him pushing her away before she could even make a decision on what she wanted to do was was incredible.
2: Mm. Yeah, showed the the traveler's true colors. Yeah. yeah, no pun intended.
1: Yeah, like I I even got a bit like um I got really concerned too when he even said like artigan has like a single kind of tear yeah his like ooh, that's like it's scary to think yeah. of something so powerful right uh, like yeah. so new like so kind of out of control. Um, but do man, you think? That was, Oh, great. I was so keen for, like, just to be dragged into the Wild. Yeah. And then Ford jumped on. I was like, Ford can go, too. It's cool. Yeah. I'm still good with it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man.
2: What were you going to say, Nico? Do you think? Uh,
0: I, I was just, just going to say, a, like, a quick interesting parallel is that Artagan, obviously, in this scenario, was very caught off guard, maybe scared, maybe actually fearful of having to go back into the into the Feywild. Yeah and seeing that distress on him is kind of similar to how Vokodo was running away from the Astral Sea and running away from this mysterious entity. Um, So I was just wondering if there's like some kind of like a... Was Vokodo once a part of this weird esoteric society and it was running away from it? Kind of like how the Traveler is maybe not necessarily running away from the Feywild, but he obviously wasn't too keen on going back.
1: Bit of traveler lore, if you don't want to know, mute it for a second. But his whole deal is he was not allowed to leave the Feywild. He was banished mm. from being able to travel to the Material Plane by the Queen of the Seelie Court, and so mm. him then leaving would have been like directly against her rule. And it's the yeah, the sure. Fey, like the Seelie and the Unseen Court, they're like you don't fuck with them, sort of thing. Like, yeah. Um, they are saying it's like Tatiana and Oberon from Midsummer Night Dream. Yeah. Like, yeah, he pretty much. 100 defied the queen of the feywild by leaving the feywild and so when they said we'll take him back to his people to be judged as he should have been i was like oh he's going back to like be maybe executed like or to be locked away um which is not him so i'm mm-hmm. like oh man that that yeah that's his personal hell to like be gotcha yeah to be trapped um mm. yeah that's, that's why I think that's like I've always kind of been like, oh, I want him to go to the Feywild, but like the more it came out, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that might not happen just because he doesn't want to go there. Yeah. He does not want to go to the Feywild.
2: If I believe rightly, the contract with Vox Machina was to have a doorway that he could come and go as he liked. Yeah. So he can go back whenever he wants. He just needs to go it's to wherever that doorway, doorway is or yeah. summon it. Or...
1: I'm interested where that doorway might be.
2: Hmm. Cool. I'm interested to know if Vox Mankin are even aware that they released a fake criminal to, into their material plane. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, well, I really the, want to know what um, what Keeleth yeah. knows now. You yeah. Know, what her mom told
1: what her. Did Billy yeah. Because she didn't have any interaction with the Traveler, but she knew about the Traveler Con. Yeah. Uh, and they would have been calling him Artigan in front of her. Like,
2: I don't know I if they like did.
1: Maybe. It might have come up but i think it's i think it's easy enough to think that really would have passed on some information to keelan cute mm-hmm. <laughs> just fancy like where is he yeah <laughs> ready to go <laughs> oh my
0: gosh but, yeah. like grabs him by his ear and like pulls him back to the
1: Feywild. wild oh well, i suppose they made the deal like they don't have a problem yeah that's it. true yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, without him, they would have never defeated Vecra. Without yeah, that extra yeah. twenty-four yeah. hours. Oh,
1: well, they would have so done, but
2: Vasselheim good. would have been lost. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. but then, but then it, it turned out that this whole—I don't know if it was because of what Jester said and the actions that Artagan took in that place. But then the Moonweaver was like, "You know what? Have you learned your lesson? Are you done being a being a piece of shit?" And he's just yeah. like, "Yep." Mm. And, uh, I
1: was thinking that too. Was that always the plan? Or was right. that like. But. Yeah. I kind of think. Because in my head, I was like, that's kind of like a little trick. Like, they're kind of. Yeah, kind that's of what I kind of thought too. Pranked in a bit. But I, I feel like it it might have been the plan. Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't know. It's hard to tell. That would be something for Matt to share. I think everyone. maybe it
0: was the plan because then right after uh, she released Artagan uh, she turned her attention towards the people and was like, "If you do need guidance, if you are lost, there's a place that you can find with me." Yeah. Um. So maybe that was the plan all along. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No.
2: Could be. Yeah.
1: Still so cool.
0: Yeah, but it was it was it was nice. It was a very humbling moment for Artagan because he he was like so embarrassed that as soon as he hit the ground again, he just walked away. Yeah. He was All right.
1: goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, and then they had the group hug. Oh
0: and
1: Kel Bast was there.
0: And Kelbast.
1: <laughs> He's the best.
0: Even though Kel bast is actually, <laughs> Jester's insight yeah. check to see if he was actually like some serial killer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That
2: was great. Oh, Matt's description of him though. Would you like some furniture? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, thank you.
0: That's one of my favorite moments of like of just Critical Role in general is when they just feed off of each other in these like mm. hilarious like jokes. And it just gets Matt's funnier excellent at that.
2: Yeah. It, it's it's like a GM skill. It's, you take a little nugget and you make it into a wonderful palace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of palaces well i guess we'll get to palaces later
1: oh yeah i know what you're talking about though yep. yes
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um but then what else happened so then we had uh artigan and jester's talk yep. about like kind of what
0: or he he apologized <laughs> and he was showing uh, like remorse for his actions mm.
1: Like, mm. yeah and everything kind of went somewhat according to plan like, yeah they even talked about they that though like believe, well i mean but, like it worked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He dumped off all his uh, followers on the moon weaver and they had dreams about it. And... Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: great.
0: Didn't happen in the, in as a traumatic of a way that they, they were expecting. But, uh, I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, man, that was a,
0: mission accomplished
1: I
2: was really confused at first when the angel came down I was like hang on how can the moon weaver be here she's not allowed to get past the divine and get what no but but this is bad it's not really her it must be an illusion and I was like oh it's, well because
0: it's he was avatars because he described the chains and then he was doing like the wing sound effects and I was like imagining mm. an angel I was like uh oh theris dune angel of irons what is happening mm. Mm. so I was yeah. just
2: and the moon as well, the reference yeah. to the moon everybody just went berserk at the moon reference, oh my god, it's the moon it's here to get forward, <laughs> they've come back there's
1: so, there's so many moon references because obviously they're talking about the moon and like man, yeah god. yeah, I've taken down my moon video like, the moon is like uh, going down below the horizon, like what do you mean there's no moon, like, yeah. like there's not going to be a moon tomorrow night, what? <laughs> we need that um, that was pretty funny
2: yeah. Yeah, I got fed up with comments from people saying like, "This isn't the real moon theory." You don't know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, no, it was made before it was the moon theory. Never mind. I'll just make it unlisted. The Moon okay, theory bye.
1: is what is right in your heart. The moon theory mm. is whatever
2: you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube comments. What kind of so
1: really The moon is a giant egg. So that's that. Yeah. That's
0: that theory. <laughs> uh, but how do we? How do we feel about the uh, the bonus that Jester has on her her duplici- so. duplicity? Invoke duplicity
2: yeah that nice really bargain good. by sam it's like what the fuck he, he, she just saved you from a god do it fucking now yeah. teach you in yeah. a bit like, okay walk with me just yeah i thought like, that was excellent
1: like where then she was also like saying did you apologize like yes and what lesson did you learn yeah. Mm. To do it again. like yeah it was it was peak vet mom coming out and scolding a child
0: she did that <laughs> she did the same thing to Bo way back in like episode three or four when uh they just killed the, when they just killed Calrie and they were taking the kid back to the other side because Bo had knocked out the kid so she wouldn't sing yep. anymore. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Bo was like, I'm sorry for hitting you with my stick. And Beth was like, mm-hmm. and you'll never do it again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, I loved it. Um, and then they, they, they kind of, because individually there were different conversations about what we're going to do next. You know, Caleb, Beth, Yasha, and Bo all had that, and then, like, Ford and Bo had that conversation. Um, But then they finally were able to sit down in the dome and collectively talk about, like, guys, it's time time to actually talk about this. What are we going to do? So, and, like, the two things that they brought up is – Gaining favor with the Cerberus Assembly by doing the jobs that Vesterogna had brought up. And then researching more into the, this weird entity they had the vision of.
1: Yeah. Man. Uh, but it, it was just really comforting for them to say, like, yes, this is, these are the things we want to do. This is how we can go about doing it, but let's do it together. Yeah. Um, I love Travis's, like, ooh, we're, we're going north? Okay, cool, cool, cool. And they're like, why? Why is that a problem? He's like no no i really want to go (laughs)
2: he's
1: like super keen to go Mm. and explore the concerning thing there is that's like there's like there's all kinds of trouble up there for them oh yeah uh like all kinds of trouble um it's gonna be so dangerous i'm so excited i'm just i'm just
0: waiting for geladon to come back that's
1: yeah they're gonna be up that way
0: they're gonna be up that way
1: i to be up that way
2: geladon is the big white ancient dragon
0: yep ancient
2: mm. white dragon add- no i think i think the um the, the one that they've all forgotten about is cupcake lady ashana yeah
1: that has to come back at some point
2: yeah they're gonna have like a, a an avengers end game kind of lineup aren't they they're gonna have Isharnai <laughs> there they're gonna have geladon there they're gonna have <laughs> dick lady there yeah versus the okay, mighty I've nine got
1: the list. Going to go through the list. <laughs> I've just run well, up because I've just added Yep, a yep.
0: all right. Here's all right. here's what the Mighty it's Nine not, is going to be facing.
1: Not fully updated. There's probably some missing. So, chat, if you think there's any any missing, please let me know. So, we have Ukatoa, Galadon, Ishano oh, the Hag, a rock the Tumble Calves, uh, Alga Diamond, who was the guy they fucked around in Nicodranus with and sent him off to um, Marquette, uh, all the inhabitants oh. of Urakazel. Sarek Fang, the Tabaxi they kicked off the boat. The Plank King. Yeah. The Shilla. Toya. Vera and Bouldergut, Bodo. Halas. The Chair. Tharazdun. The Remnants of the Iron Shepherds. <laughs> mm. Some of these are jokes. The Nicodronus Water Authority. And <laughs> is what I have. Yep. Okay, so, uh, I'll, someone's saying Sprinkle as well. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sprinkle will be the Nick Fury that gathers the evil Avengers against the Mighty Nine thank you garth Mc- mcmurray for for bringing that into into the world
2: yeah excellent yeah. suggestion
0: sprinkle okay, so will definitely a... be the the spirit sprinkle
2: guy. with an eye patch yeah and a yeah. scar definitely
0: sprinkle <laughs> sprinkle will turn into that character from ice age uh ice yes. age three i think
2: Scrat. Scrat.
0: yep yep that's yeah. sprinkle <laughs> like that, that poor thing <laughs>
2: oh my yeah did God. anybody survive the iron shepherds i thought they killed all of them
1: I, I, well there's like i mean there's there's probably like some aspects of it still in the shady creek run i know the moldoons were kind of taking control of the area but i feel like to some point there might still just be people that are like hey my slave trade got fucked up um maybe not too happy about it
2: so who was oban working for there do we know
1: Oban was working for himself in the sense that he thought he was working for the Angel of Irons. Really, he was working for Tharistoon without knowing it. He thought the Angel of Irons was like an right. entity. Okay. So said. it's
2: another Tharistoon plot. I thought it was somebody okay. else. Okay.
1: A top. That's, a good one. That's a good one to add.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite a list of people that you don't want to meet again. Yeah. No. And, but, and yeah. it's such a short...
1: <laughs> Once.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's but, not even just their enemy. Because, like, obviously Trent's an enemy. Obviously, yeah. like, mm-hmm. they've got a people. I imagine there's people in the dynasty that don't like them, but these are the people they've specifically pissed off. Um, yeah. And have some form of retribution maybe coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got Vera involved with that.
0: Yeah, in Vera. I can't. I can't wait for Avanti to come back it's gonna happen mm. like, that's also gonna happen
1: yeah i don't know i don't know i feel like if it was gonna happen it would have happened when ford got stabbed um mm. but clearly clearly matt has it should something be undead. Ready for that. does he I, I feel like Matt i feel like, matt has something ready for that. like he was going to dimension door ford out of there he must have had something ready for some confrontation between ford and ukatoa again like yeah I don't see it as, like, they get out of there, they pull the thing out and just let Ford die in the water. There had to have been some kind of Mm. ultimatum from terror again, like, saying, you're going to die right now unless you, you know, retake the oath or you retake the pact or something
2: like that. I mean, I know that Avantika had a neck snapped and she was thrown out of the window, but I thought that was an awfully easy end for such a big character. I mean, she didn't seem to fight that much. She wasn't struggling when he was, like, grabbing hold. Was she? He
1: was, like, so just, like, scratching at his hands and everything. Yeah, I don't remember. I, was say, I rewatched that episode a lot. <laughs> It's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite episode. Of the yeah, DFA. that is a great just episode. The, the fight yeah. and um, everything. I love the
0: episode. cliffhanger before that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, ca- oh, yeah. I cast
0: wall of fire. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Because then there, then the there was a break.
0: Because then there was a break the next week, so we had to wait even longer for oh, yeah. to see what yeah. happened yeah. after that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. Liam is so good at doing that because then he did that again with the whole beacon in front of the Bright Queen because then we had a break that next Mm. week. Ugh.
1: Big moments.
0: He knows how to do it.
2: They're all very talented role players and they've come a long way from the beginnings of season one where they were just. (laughs) Yeah, they're okay. Can I do this? Uh, Can I do that? Now they know what they can do and they, they instigate things and they're trying the best to get away with it. And it amuses everybody involved. It's it's fantastic.
1: Lynn says avantica could go back as a Hollow One. She could come back as a Revenant as well. I was like. uh, I was
2: thinking something along
0: the lines of a Revenant, since I I would think that her devotion to Ukatoa wasn't completed when she died, mm. and so that that uh, would would cause her to to come back. I would think. Mm. But then Vera is also a cleric, so there's resurrection.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure how mm. much time they're going to spend on the Menagerie Coast now, though. Like, it feels like they're heading up north.
0: Yeah, mm. um, yeah. So it, if Ivantica does come back, it's going to be like in a couple in, in a long time.
1: Or even, like, so like, I, one shot, like,
2: I may have missed. Caleb kept saying like, "I want to go to our home." They don't actually physically have a home like the your House, do they? In, in the, Empire. the Empire, yeah, but they don't have a house in the Empire, do they? No. Okay. Wasn't sure if they'd been given one by the Empire, saying "Well done" or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I guess they could claim the the inn in, in Trostenwald as their home, because that's where
1: mm. they met. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Um, although, what? If... Uh, Bo has Bo has a room in Zadash, I guess. <laughs> True.
0: Mm. True. Mm. There is that. There is that. I wonder if um with all of this talk of of molly and his mysteriousness or whatever i wonder if they'll try to find gustav to maybe find more information about molly
1: Mm. yeah because he was wasn't there a thing with that where caduceus did like an insight check on him he got like a really long whisper and then he never revealed what it was yeah is that something i'm remembering
0: no, that, that, that's like,
2: that's, think, that's correct. Yeah, I remember some of like that. There's, there's I think,
1: definitely... It wasn't like, specific to like Molly, I don't think, but it was like he was... Mm. There was something not truthful about him. Or there was something it was bad. something
2: about the gentleman, wasn't it? Mm. And they were saying, like, Jester was saying, like, I need to go back and see my mum and dad and do a mum and dad set-up.
1: Uh, cool Cat makes a good point. Cree might be the better person to talk to because Cree knew yeah, Molly as well. Yeah, true. True. that
0: too. That too, Yeah
2: the guy with the blood Um, vials so they can scry on them yeah
1: yeah that'd be be their first yeah that'd
0: be like their first step if they're wanting to know more information about this entity
1: yeah (laughs) justin needs to do the parent trap i agree i agree (laughs) yeah man
0: i want to see that i want to see it happen
2: yeah i don't think molly will actually physically come back i just think there's an unfinished plot thread from his backstory that matt's expanded into a larger narrative somehow and i think tellison knows about it because that's why occasionally he does those looks at matt like hmm?
0: well here's are you, here's are you referring
2: to my backstory from Here. molly the character that you killed in episode 26
0: here's the thing though molly might not come back but will Lucian or Nanagon come back
1: yeah that's what i'm kind of, thinking
2: mm-hmm. of in which case it wouldn't be a player character it would, be right, it would be someone else
0: because like Molly was saying Molly had no memory of before obviously he could have been lying but the Molly we knew is not the same Molly that was Lucian or yeah. Nanagon.
1: what if they have to fight Lucian and they have to kill Molly oh, again man. <laughs> oh
0: man
2: oh that would be epic, that would be fantastic that would be a really good fight Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, Bring
2: would,
0: that would be something that
1: would be so sad
0: God, that would be so sad. Uh I don't. I don't think I want them to revive Molly if his body is still there. I feel like that'd be kind of
2: no. Too much has happened. Weird. They
0: can't. Yeah. Is, is true resurrection a seventh level? That's the one. No, that no, that's the big not.
1: One. Nine,
2: no, nine, uh, Resurrection
1: seventh.
0: Oh, richest just resurrection mm. is seventh. Okay. I get my resurrects mixed up. There's so many.
2: Well, with 13th level, they now get Plane Shift, so they can go jumping around all over the place if they want to. Yep. When they go to the Feywild, no problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's a good job this time that they've got two of them and can do it. So if one of them goes down, it's not the end of the world.
1: not get trapped in hell.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oof. I still like have like half palpitations thinking of that scene. I'm like, hmm. oh, God. Oh, my. That oh, would have been bad. end of
0: campaign.
1: That was bad.
2: Yes, you're right, you yeah, need tuning forks right. in order to plane shift, it's <laughs> a yeah. material yep. component. They
1: can easily get to a lot of different planes, um, one with rumble cusp, and also just like Halas has access to the Abyss, not the Abyss, sorry, the Astral Sea, so they can, they can get some tuning forks done, whether or not they want to plane shift to the Astral Sea, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Probably not, especially with that, that thing roaming around there.
2: Why does Matt keep describing the streets of the city in a bendy way? He's done that three times now and he's accentuated each time it's like bending cobblestones, yeah, bending something like, 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 don't like that. Stop describing that. It's really unsettling.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't, but, I didn't like, it talking like how it was kind of like pulsing and breathing. Like it's yeah, a living like city. It's,
2: it's, it's not cool. I don't like it.
1: I don't cool, like it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not,
2: it's yeah, either right. stop mentioning it, Matt, or g- explain <laughs> what it is. But don't yeah. just like give us nightmares on a weekly basis.
0: Yeah. But at, le- at least now they cuz they, they teleported to to Yusa's Tower and at least at least like a very powerful mage is now aware of what this of it and can now do their own research into yeah. it. So glad glad we have Yusa on our side.
2: I am really apprehensive about this reliance on teleporting and they're like, oh yeah, should we just go see yeah, let's just teleport, let's just teleport, let's just teleport and I'm fairly sure that one day it's going to bite them in the ass and that the teleport will be diverted or there'll be a welcoming party for them or they'll be just going into a scenario that they're just not expecting, usually at the end of an adventure when they're tapped out and they just don't have anything, it could like immediately put them into a very precarious position and they're getting too reliant on it that's the bit that I'm concerned about they're not saying like okay we'll wait till the morning and then we've got all of our spells back and then we'll go back they're like yeah let's just go now they're not thinking of like uh, we could be going into battle so do we want to do something about that or i
1: think, I think so far with their teleporting most of the places they've gone to uh are, are safe or like they know that they're safe um yeah you'd expect
2: would, them to be safe but
1: most the times they teleport with like say EsIC, they do it after a long rest so hmm. I feel, like, I feel like they're not going to be like, oh, well, let's not teleport to use a circle in case it's unsafe. Let's sail for three weeks on the sea instead. I think they're going to do it regardless. Yeah,
2: I agree. But they're not prepared when they do it. They do it at the end of the day. They do it as an afterthought. They're just right. like, yeah, let's just teleport home. Caleb, draw the circle. Do, 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 yep, come. They're not actually planning ahead. It's a traditional player mistake. It's like, yeah, nothing's going to happen. It's fine. The games master's not going to trip us up with an assassin party waiting for us outside the teleport circle. So, Also, I've mentioned this before, the circle that you draw on the ground, the the, um, spell components, the ink or the chalk that you use is um, consumed by the spell. But does it leave the address on the floor for somebody else to come along and go, oh, that's where you went. Thank you very much. No, it's not like a URL that you can just type (laughs) it in. Yeah,
1: I think because the chalk is the component, so it gets used when it um, when the spell activates
2: but does it not burn it into the stone or the wood or leave something? There's no way to. Okay. That
1: would that would ruin the clandestine nature of teleportation circles. <laughs> mm.
2: There
1: would just be teleportation circles everywhere, burned to the ground.
2: True. Yeah, or it'd be a special skill for spies.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be a cool picture of like class somewhere, like being able to see past. But you know, that'd be few and far between, I think. Yeah. Be be to- like an
2: advanced counter spell, basically determining what kind of spell they're casting as they're...
1: But who wants to randomly jump from a teleportation circle that you don't know where it goes?
2: Hmm. Good point. Ford, Ford, Ford would do does. it. T- Ford would do it, yep. <laughs> yeah, Ford, yeah. Oh, look, shiny thing.
1: <laughs> oh, look, a red button. Hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> look how we all got that at the same time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> who would yeah, do I that as well? Travis's reaction to that when I've watched that a few times gone back, I like watching Travis's reveal moments, like when he revealed uh, Vilnius' leg Jester, Laura got it and she was like, oh my god, she's got the leg and Travis was like, oh, what? oh she's got the leg it was like a, a yeah. gap of at least four or five seconds of like processing time man oh, super, so super
1: excited for
0: for the things to come. Anything else in the episode that we might have missed?
1: Good stuff, like... Just bits with Orly, I guess.
2: Ah, oh, yes. There was, there was loads of little bits around the edges, yeah. There were so many, like, little mini-stories here and there. Little tangents that they went off on. It felt
1: pretty quiet after the actual event. Like, it was... It definitely felt like the day after a big party. Yeah. It was just like, oh. ugh. <laughs> All right. Go home. Like you wake up and half your friends have already left, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay,
2: cool. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it was a little bit of an anticlimax. I think we'd built it up to such a hype level, and after waiting for so long due to COVID and things, that I was a bit like, oh, is that it? It's over? They're going home? Oh, but. Hmm.
1: I think it was. If if anything, I like I was 100 on board with it. Like I thought it was great. But I think if any anticlimactic aspects was because it was overhyped. Um, I feel like in game mm. they acted a respectable amount
2: um, yeah and- obviously didn't go according to plan <laughs> for the Traveller but it, it was after that Moonweaver bit I mean I was expecting something more dramatic and it was like oh the Moonweaver kind of let him off you're like mm, okay fair enough but can no, we not
1: I, I, I was because like I said I was so on board with like oh yeah Jester and uh, the Traveller going to the Feywild but at the same time I was like oh that's going to be another arc of mm. them going to the which, like, I'm not saying I'd want the show to end now, but I'm just like, I want them to, like, you know, do some Caleb stuff and I want them to go to Isaac yeah. us. I was like, yeah. this is going to be another thing on the list of things to do. Uh, go yeah. to the Fay rescue them. So I was, I was a little bit like happy that that didn't happen.
2: <laughs> that bit where Jester said, like, maybe he can join the Mighty Nine and, like, yeah, as Eric, one, they all went, no, uh, no, 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 and not like, like, we don't like your friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just dead straight. I thought it was excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> beautiful. Fun episode. It's yeah. Super fun episode.
0: Do we have any no. crazy tinfoil hat theory? Okay, hold on. First, I, okay. We have to address okay. the elephant in the room. We were wrong about Vandarin.
2: Ah! <laughs> I didn't even think that.
0: Vandarin never appeared on Rumble Cusp. We were wrong. Uh,
1: well, well. He didn't appear on Rumblecast. It doesn't mean he wasn't there.
2: True. <laughs> yeah, Alright. It wasn't True. All of the traveller, it wasn't like TravelerCon. He could still be on the little island that they didn't That's... get to. But, oh um,
0: oh. He he sucks. could have also
2: been lying that he wasn't on an island at all. We don't know.
0: Yeah. He's on he's on the little
2: a little i mean we
1: didn't put much stock into that theory we weren't like 100 percent on board with that theory so it's okay
2: yeah it's fine we can be wrong we're allowed to be wrong yep we just have to acknowledge our mistakes and learn from them
1: not at all he's still there (laughs) i just didn't see him
0: um but yeah i mean now with like the uh, they have a few different options of what they can do do we have any crazy tinfoil hat theories of what could happen
1: well, not so much crazy tinfoil, but I think we've talked about how, like, we think they're going to do a catch-up with a bunch of people, so... Yeah. And a little time yeah. in Nicodranas, so maybe go to the Jaw House, mm-hmm. uh, catch up with Essek, um, and then I, th- I think the next main thing will be to go to Cross because... Yeah.
0: Or like you go said, like, go to maybe Rex and Trum to get in contact with Ragna or even just send a message to her, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but I think that's probably going to be the next... Next step, but oh, again, again, not crazy theory, but someone's uh, someone said they hope that now they're in Nicodranas they go to the lighthouse. How cool it be if Ford swears his oath in the Malora lighthouse?
0: Oh, mm. wow! Because
1: yeah. they've, yeah. they've not really addressed the lighthouse much, but it is like a massive yeah It'd be the perfect place for him to... Didn't they
2: get you know, sent away from there? They tried to get in and he just went, no, shoe, go away.
1: No, it was like an old caretaker lady who was a bit like... Yeah. Uh, but they're fine. They're, they can get in. <laughs> I don't think he's tried since he's been associated with the Wild Mother.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, that be a
2: good point.
0: I can definitely see this next episode just being like a chill relax episode of them just meeting up with with old friends and all that Mm. stuff Um, but cool cat brings up a very interesting point caleb going to rexingstrom without his anti-scry if they start Mm -hmm. if we start this caleb arc now with best and trent and all those people he doesn't have his anti-scry anymore so they can now keep tabs on on caleb a bit a bit Mm -hmm. easier so yeah but
1: i guess
2: Maybe they've tried to scry on him so many times and failed that they won't try.
1: Yeah.
2: i just like, well, there's no point trying because we can't get through.
0: That's right. Uh, he does still have it. He's just not wearing it. So hmm. He does have the option. Uh,
2: I think something have to... will have changed in their absence. They've been traveling quite a while with the Dragon Turtle and TravelerCon and everything that's happened. It's been a, a good month or so, isn't it?
1: No, no. It's since the Peace Accords. It's been like just over a week. Cause it was no, like a, it was, the journey to like, Travelocon
2: took a week, didn't it? Just to get from the Peace Accords to... Because he was saying, like, day one passes, day two passes.
1: Well, yeah, but then it, they've only been on the island for, like... A week. They, they passed forward, Yeah, so it's probably only been, like, two weeks, just over two weeks, I reckon. But then
2: there's the voyage of the, the fleet to get to where it met, so they left them port demolished. But no, but I mean, it? like,
1: since the Peace accord, It took them... It took yeah. them, like... Yeah. Oh, so you think something could have happened on the yeah. Coast? I Yeah. I think something
2: could have happened anywhere on the world in those two weeks. At the end of the, the war, the peace accords, there could be a faction that have said like, "No, we're not going to go with you," and they've started. They've wiped Zadash off the map or something. There could be some world changing event waiting to be revealed.
1: Yeah. No. Maybe. Maybe. I, mean, I feel like two weeks is a really short time, but that'd be cool if that had happened.
2: Well, Matt always said it's like this campaign will involve things happening in the world, and no matter what you do, those events will still happen. So you yeah. will yeah. have to live with the ramifications of either acting with the events or not acting with the events, yeah. but you're still going to be in that world with things happening. That's,
1: that's like their heartbreaking conversation of like what would have happened if we'd gone to Feldwin early. And he's like, "Well, you probably would have been here when the attack happened. You might have been able to stop the attack."
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, it would have mm. been a completely different story, which is crazy. And Tima brings up a, a cool point that it's, we're seven weeks away until the Mighty Nine have been together for a year. And they have done they have done quite a bit in a year. They've gained 13 levels in a year. They've gotten quite powerful, experienced so much, gone through so much. Can it's we, crazy.
1: Can we talk about, with their level up, how Bo now has the ability to understand and speak any language?
0: really does she yeah oh my yeah. gosh
1: let me bring it up um
0: Bo is bow is a genius yeah Bo is a genius she like kicks ass reading.
1: she can lip read anyone that she
0: uh she's op kind
1: of, i mean a little bit <laughs> yeah Tongue of the sun and it. moon at 30th level you learn to touch the key of other minds so that you understand all spoken languages okay she can't speak it but she can understand what I don't know, understand makes me feel like she can speak it. Moreover, any creature that you can under- that can understand a language can understand what you say. There you go. So yeah. And she can read lips, so she can literally What does
2: it cost a key point?
1: Nope. It's just a feature of being a thirteenth level monk. <sighs> yeah. She oh, can just
2: man.
1: read everything.
0: <laughs> I can't wait for Caleb to describe the mansion for the first time.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take it because I know he, he said he's always wanted it, but that was so long ago. Um,
2: they've been in a dome for so long, he's, it'd be nice if he could just like, Yeah, welcome to my mansion, fuck yeah. the dome, um, you know, sleeping he's on the floor.
1: Taking teleport because he, he role played the idea that he's taking teleport, yeah. But I don't know what other cool wizard seventh level spells are there that he might take instead of, um.
0: How many how many can he initially choose from? Two? Two? He
1: take two every time he levels up. So he might not even take two mm. seventh level, but they're seventh level spells.
2: Yeah, cool. similar crumb is one of the
1: Simulacrum. Uh, That's yeah. expensive though, I think. Delayed Blast Fireball. Which is Page uh, is really cool. Finger of Death, which is a lovely oh. throwback to the first game
2: <clears throat> Yeah. Nasty. Madic Almost kill one of the players with that.
1: Prismatic spray is amazing. Reverse gravity. Oh, there are some fun ones that they could take.
0: Well, I wonder if there's some interesting. See, this is why they got to go back to Essek. I want to unlock some high level Dunamancy spells. Mm. <laughs> mm.
2: But yeah. what are the high level Dunamancy abilities? I mean, it is is there anything beyond like Echo Knight and yeah. what is it?
1: Uh, from the guide, there was a whole bunch of new spells that were introduced as well. Um, that kind of like... So what's like, the highest yeah.
2: Dunamancy spell that we know of? Do they have like a level nine Dunamancy spell? Or does it not so. go that high?
1: Let me try and find one sec. Dunamancy
2: C- Cron- what? Chronomancy and graviturgy.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're the two fields of dunamantic magic. So... The are the, the two schools of magic uh, if you want to be a Dunamantic wizard. So there's two level nine spells. There's Ravenous Void and Time Ravage. But there Ooh. is also one at level seven. Level seven spell is Tether Essence.
2: But hang on, what's Time Ravage? That sounds fantastic that sounds cool. for a GM.
1: Time Ravage. Uh, you shatter... The, you sh- what's that? Oh, no, wrong one. Time Ravage. It's uh, Necromancy. Take mm. a magic spell. Uh, you target a creature you can see within range putting its physical form through the devastation of rapid aging the target oh, must make a saving throw or take 10d12 necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a success if the save fails the target also ages to the point where it only has 30 days left before it dies of old age
2: oh my safe. god
1: the target has disadvantage on attack rolls ability checks and saving throws and its walking speed is halved only the wish spell or the greater restoration Restoration cast with a ninth level spell slot can end these effects. Oh my
2: time. god, that's fucking evil! Yo, he's gonna do that I'm to Trent. Definitely gonna use that.
1: He could do that to Trent, but like, then Trent has 90 days to get a greater restoration. Like.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, but a ninth level greater restoration, there's not many people that can do that.
1: Yep, 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 yep. Oof. Wow, it's cute.
0: I'm excited to see all of these new seventh level spells. This is when things get super spicy and fights, fights can get pretty dangerous because now Matt's going to have to throw some pretty significant foes at them. uh, If he he wants to keep combat exciting.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, you say that, but there's been so many cool and interesting fights already. True. Um,
0: See the T-Rex fight that we had.
1: Yeah.
2: But it doesn't have any magic wielders in it. It doesn't have anybody that naturally heals. It's just big, strong things that they just hit a lot. <laughs> That's
0: yeah.
1: true. FMA245 just said Veth can also have access if uh, she picks it to Phantom Steed.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That would be amazing. That'd be such a fun choice. Oh,
0: boy. Yeah. I could see um, it.
1: Yeah. Fighting. Yeah.
0: But. Is there anything else? Is there anything else in this episode? Anything else we want to predict? I'm sure what there is to is. come?
1: Man, it's it's at that kind of crossroads point. Like I think we've got a good idea of what they want to do, but whether or not that actually happens or not is the thing. And we gotta like, start something. to
0: think like now with traveler kind of over, and then their ideas of this investigating this entity and uh, gaining favor with the Cerberus Assembly. We're like entering like the like like the. Sixty percent point mm. in in the campaign, where it's like they're now mm. entering like I wouldn't say like end game level story arcs, but like we're we're getting there.
2: Yeah, it's we're the beginning there. of the end. we almost. Like I low wonder low low low. if Matt's sorry. Go there you go. There you go. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna think out loud. I wonder if Matt is already thinking about the next campaign and starting plot threads or story arcs. Like Vilma, has he planned something in this adventure that he's like, oh yeah, I'll use that in the next campaign.
0: Mm. Don't
2: know.
0: Um, um, oh no! I forgot what I was gonna
2: say. I don't want this campaign to end. But... I
0: know, but it's like like Lynn saying we're definitely over halfway now at this point.
2: Like mm. totally.
1: Um, like Marisha was saying that like when they leveled up to level thirteen, I think it was Marisha, but she was saying, "Oh, this is where we get the good shit. This is where the campaign starts." Um, mm-hmm. the campaign, not starts, but like this yeah. is where it gets interesting. Yeah. Um,
2: From this point on, the like superhero kind of level, yeah. almost yeah you're not just like a, a person with a stick trying to hit some goblin in a cave <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
0: they are they are significantly powerful
1: yeah which makes me wonder like if there was a level equivalent for like say essig or for yusa like i get that there i get that yusa's probably like old um but what kind of if he had to have a level i wonder what he level he would be if he is if supposedly he has level, to be then.
0: like 17 plus i would imagine yeah
1: like Alora is Who, like a, you like said the monster.
2: the wizard in the tower yes. the,
1: uh, the gold dragon remember. yes
2: yeah the gold um, dragon yep
1: yeah which i felt was like pushed again because he said he made a comment he said like i'm not much of a social creature which i know is like a saying yeah. people say they're not a social creature but yep. the way he said it, i was like i caught that Ooh. too i was like oh because
0: you're a dragon,
1: <laughs> you're, a dragon. <laughs> you're a dragon um mm. but yeah no the uh there's like so many powerful spellcasters out there. (laughs) Matt could be trolling us, Lynn. That's very true. (laughs) He could
2: be. it was also the way he asked about the city and he's like, Oh, what about it? Maybe we could do some research. And I was like, Hmm.
1: I thought, I thought his initial reaction to eyes of nine, I thought, Oh, he knows something about this. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know.
2: It wasn't just like, no, never heard of it, but we can look into it. It was like, Hmm. Hmm. Hmm never trust a mage they never tell anybody the whole truth
0: true sure they always have to have an advantage
1: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. which is why maybe there's still something that caleb hasn't told us yet something that he's He's held back this whole time I, i
2: think well okay who do you think's backstory we've completely explored veth
1: yeah, backstory? I'd, yeah. I'd say Veth
2: is like I mean somebody said earlier on in the chat like I'll pay good money for Veth to be retired and Sam to roll a new character I presume oh. they don't, they, they think Veth is concluded, but Veth I agree, the backstory's more or less been done uh, yeah, there's not much there.
1: Interesting. she's got an interesting future story like her choices are going to be interesting I
2: think. Yeah, yeah, but her backstory is kind of dumb she's found a son, she's got her body back dumb. Bo, yeah. not dumb because she hasn't resolved her father's issue with the hag that was left oh, unresolved cool. uh, Ford, undone because he hasn't ukatoed. Yeah. Caleb, undone Jester, done, undone I f- We'll have to wait to see
0: I feel like there's still more story threads with her her mom and dad that can
2: be yeah, explored But it's backstory fluff It's not really like end of the I world It's not going to be like end game material
1: Well, not Endgame, but, like, still a part of her backstory, because the very first... The thing she was looking for as her quest, as her story hook, was to find her father. So, she still Mm. doesn't have that kind of full relationship with him.
2: Yeah, true.
1: Lots
0: of juicy stuff. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that this is the closest we've been to kicking off Caleb's story arc that we've ever been. 'Cause before it was just like theories like, ooh, when's it gonna happen? But now it's like it's on the table, the party is talking about it, and now we might actually get get Caleb's yeah. arc.
1: Let's do it.
0: I am so excited. <laughs> but if we have nothing else to say about this episode, this feels like a good place to to wrap up on that on that exciting note of what is to come, so much mystery. Guys, thank you all so much for, for joining us this evening. This this discussion of TravelerCon with our green attire. My green screen. <laughs> Alana's Ana, Alana's cloak. I, I am so excited to see what, what is to come. Thank you all for joining us in chat. Thank you all so much for joining us. Who's watching this on YouTube or on our various places that podcasts are available. Um, this is super awesome. I uh, love doing it every week. Um uh, do either of you have any any announcements? Any?
2: No, anything, nothing from me.
0: Anything coming up? Uh, Hit Dice Heroes no. is coming back next.
1: Next weekend. week, yeah. so Taking just a little bit of time off, um, but we're super keen to get back into it next week. So we'll remind you again next week after What the Sheet. But yeah, yep. keep an eye out for that. Um, there might be some more stuff this coming week for Hit Dice Hangout. So if you saw last week, we did some mini painting, which was really, really fun. T-Rex. Um, yeah it was really cool yeah i'm really. sorry i missed them no no it's all good um it's, would... i'm going to i'm going to grab the vods and put them up on the youtube i just haven't gone around to it yet um but yeah they're a lot of fun if you like mini painting um come hang out we might, i might just do another mini painting because that was just a lot of fun and i've got too many minis to get through so it's a good excuse to start painting some of them yeah, <laughs> yeah. just keep an eye on our socials for those sorts of things but yeah.
0: yeah be sure to check it out Again, thank you all so much for joining us, and with all that being said, I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of your day, and we will see you all next week. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye.